Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you in a bit more detail our journey to Black Diamond. In the first episode of the Dreamcast, I shared with you a bit about my story, camp experiences, college years, family stories, and today I'm going to share the nitty-gritty emotional details of the eight years it took us to hit the top level in our company called Black Diamond. Now, it Works Global is a network marketing company that I joined in 2007. My husband and I partnered together and worked this business until we could quit our full-time jobs and do our business full-time. And we had some crazy experiences along the way. Now, throughout this episode, I do use some company terms such as compensation plan levels, diamond, double diamond, and honestly, it's not that important to explain. So don't feel like you need to understand what those mean, what that means to benefit from this episode. In my opinion, the most important part of the episode is the emotional ups and downs that you will go through when you're working towards a goal and how I pushed through it in order to experience success. So whether or not you know anything about network marketing or anything about it works, I know that you will benefit from listening to our story. So let's dive in to the episode. So we got started with It Works in 2007. I was 26 years old, and at that point, I had been working at my clinical psychology job for about two or three years. And although I liked the job, I was already starting to feel burnt out and tired, like I knew I didn't want to be there forever, because honestly, there was just no ladder to climb. There was no next step. I felt like I was spinning my wheels because I didn't really want to be there, but I didn't know what to do next. And so we met our sponsor, Cami Pentecost, at a small group at church that we had happened to get invited to, which I believe was a divine appointment. In fact, the reason why Cami and I were involved in the small group together is because we went to a young married class at our local church. Young married. Brandon and I were you know, 25, we were newly married and um, we joined this class. Well, this class happened to have lots of young families in it. So maybe early 30s, couple kids, etc. So we only went twice because we were like, these are not young and married people. We are young and married people. Well, Cammy went and her family went once. And it was that one meeting where they divvied up the group into small groups. And that is how we connected. We became friends. We did volleyball together. We hung out together. And I slowly but surely learned what she was doing, which is that crazy rap thing. She asked me to go to a meeting. I went and I became a customer. You see, I've always been interested in health and nutrition. I've run a few marathons. I work out all the time. So I'm very interested in preventative health. And so the product spoke to me. So I became a customer. Two weeks later, we upgraded to become distributors. 
basically my husband Brandon saw me get excited about the product and he saw the vision. He was the one that said, oh my gosh, a hot sizzle product that nobody knows about, we are in. He's always wanted to be an entrepreneur. He's always wanted to own his own business, but we didn't have the capital to start franchises or do our own startup. So this was a great way to start our own business with little investment. So we upgraded to become distributors. Now, I did not go to school for marketing or business or entrepreneurship or anything. I went to school for psychology. So when we got started with our business, honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. We didn't really work our warm market right away uh, because they were nine to five thinkers. They didn't understand this type of thing. And we quickly decided to jump into our cold market, which meant we had to make new friends quickly. We talked to salons, we blitzed chiropractors, we joined mom's groups, we did anything and everything we could back then to get in front of new people and tell them what we had. Now, we didn't have social media. There were no smartphones. I remember I had a flip phone when I got started in this business and I would map quest my way to parties and then forget to map quest my way home. So I'd get back in the car and it's dark out and I have no idea where I'm going and I don't have GPS yet. So yes, 10, 11 years ago, a lot of things have changed. But honestly, we got excited and we just got to work and we figured it out along the way. It took us about a year to get to diamond, two years to get to double, three years to get to triple, four years to get to presidential, and five years to go ambassador, eight years to go black diamond. So we were not a quick success. And I think people see us now and think that it always came easy. And that is certainly not the case. I think for me, my hardest promotion was between Ruby and Emerald. Because with Ruby, you basically have a few people hanging out. At Emerald, you've got some teams starting to brew. And so I remember during those times, I had thoughts of, can I really do this? Is this something for me? I'm good at a lot of things. I don't know if I'm, I'm good at this. And it took me plugging into the community and keeping an open mind and doing things scared to grow the confidence. I would have quit a long time ago if I didn't have the community support around me because that's what made it fun. So we did our team meetings. We did parties together. We traveled together. We had so much fun along the journey that not only was I enjoying my time, even if I didn't fully understand that I could do this quite yet, but I also knew that I would be missed. If I didn't show up, I would get a text. Hey, where were you tonight? Are you planning to come tonight? Can't wait to see you. And I knew that if I, for some reason, decided to stay at home or I was too tired from work or something got in the way, that they would notice. And so I showed up. And showing up and being a part of things was honestly my secret sauce because that is where I rubbed shoulders with those who knew where they were going. I rubbed shoulders with people who had complete belief in the product. And I heard testimonies time and time again of how our products have transformed people's lives. I heard business testimonies over and over again. And the story started to seep in. And I realized I can do this too. 
There's three specific points where I grew in confidence. The first one was when I was talking to Brandon about all of the things I could do better. Maybe I need to go back to school for business. Maybe I need to learn marketing. Maybe I need to um, be more outgoing or like be crazy extroverted. You know, maybe I need to do all of these things. Maybe I need to be a hip fashion model. I don't know. And Brandon looked at me and he said, Denise, you've always just been a good friend. Just do that. And I thought, oh, I don't have to be uber professional. I can just talk to my prospects or leads or people who are interested like they're already my best friend. And I can do that. Okay. The second turning point for me was when my mom said to me, she said, what do you do, Denise? What is this It Works thing all about? And I told her a bit about how we create videos and uh, we talk to prospects and leads who are interested in changing their lives and then we teach them how to do it and we give them the roadmap and all of the, you know, the ins and outs of generating leads and following up and creating relationships and building a team. And I told her what we were doing and she goes, huh, it sounds like you were made for this. And I thought, thanks, mom. You know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was a nine-to-fiver. He was an accountant at GE, no, at G, yeah, GE in downtown Detroit. And they, entrepreneurship wasn't necessarily something that they ever really intended or were interested in. So for my mom to say, it sounds like this, you were made for this, it built my confidence that they approved of what I was doing. Which, as we know, it doesn't matter if they do or not, but when somebody says that to you and you're a bit fearful, it really did boost my ego a bit. And then the third thing that happened when I started thinking, I can do this, is when my check started going up. I was working my business consistently. I didn't quite feel the part yet, but I stayed focused. I hung around people who had what I wanted, who knew what I wanted to know, And I duplicated what they were doing. I was a sponge. And pretty soon, my check started to grow. I remember Cammie called me one time and she said, Denise, you are the second income earner in the entire company. You are number two. And I was like, what? What does that mean? I don't understand. (laughs) Um, But of course, as I let that sink in, I thought, I do know what I'm doing. So when I talk to leads and I talk to prospects and I'm out at parties, I can stand in confidence because I do know what I'm doing. Those experiences throughout the years worked to change my self-talk. My self-image began to change. Instead of being a clinical psychologist who happened to sell wraps, I became a rap girl and an entrepreneur in my own mind. And because of that, I showed up differently when I was meeting with with my prospects or at parties. Next, I want to share with you the grind of the three years it took us to hit Black Diamond. I'm going to share with you in another podcast all the fears and the things that I learned about the mud along the way. But today, I just want to emphasize the three-year push we took to go Black Diamond. And if you don't know what Black Diamond means, Black Diamond means you earn $100,000 a month for six consecutive months. And regardless of the goal, I think you will benefit from hearing the story because I think it applies to any goal, really. So don't be concerned about the numbers. Uh, That's just a part of the story. Really relate how I 
what I felt and what I experienced with your own journey. And I think you'll find it's very similar. So in 2013, they announced that Black Diamond was a possibility. Um, we were at conference. They said, all right, this is the next new thing. Go for it. Go hit it. When you hit Black Diamond, you'll earn a bonus. You'll earn an experience. Like, all right, team, go get it. And I thought it was in the bag. I honestly thought that we would hit it no problem. So we had four months under our belt. Month five came. And I started thinking, 98. 98-98-98-98-98-98-98-98. And instead of capturing that thought and holding it captive and choosing a new thought, I let it embrace me. And I entertained it and I said, that would be so funny if we miss Black Diamond by $98,000 or like just by a few thousand dollars and hit 98. That'd be so funny. Wouldn't that be funny? I couldn't believe it. That'd be so silly. And I just... Like I let it flood me. I thought about it and I entertained it and I just, and guess what happened? Month five, we were at 98. And I remember Pam Souter called me to tell me the news because she said, Denise, you didn't make it. And I said, Pam, I've been thinking 98 all month long. And she said, Denise, you did it to yourself. And I thought, oh man. So 2014 came. And I said I wanted Black Diamond, but in my heart, I didn't think it would happen. I was a bit grouchy. Have you ever had that where you're like, I'm going Ruby, or I'm going to hit this goal, I'm going to run a 5K, and then in the back of your head, you have this voice that says, yeah, right. You never finish what you start. It would have happened already if it was going to happen. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll see. And so I said I wanted it. I was doing the work, but I didn't fully believe that it was going to happen. So guess what? When it didn't happen, I thought, see, told you so. So in 2015, I knew that if we wanted something different, we were going to have to do something different. And Black Diamond was not just going to fall into our laps. So this time, I didn't change my goal. My goal was Black Diamond. I changed how I felt about the goal. And I did this in a few different ways. First, we created an event for our team called the 2025 Party. And in this event, we had everybody come dressed as who they wanted to be in the year 2025. So in order to prepare for this event, which happened to be in August, we had to decide and think and dream about who we wanted to be in the year 2025. What do we want to have accomplished? How, who are our friends? Where do we live? Have we written books? Are we the best stay at home mom ever? Like, what do we want to have experienced in life over the course of 10 years? And then we showed up to this party dressed as that person. So we did exercises, for example, saying things like 30 things I want to do. 30 things I want to be, 30 things I want to have. We did the uh, joy review. We wrote down everything that brings us joy. We went through an exercise that just says, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And we got super clear and excited about what we wanted life to look like. And I even made a business card that says, it works first triple black diamond as seen on Oprah's favorite things and American Ninja Warrior, <laughs> world's famous basketball mom or world's best basketball mom and philanthropist, something like that. And I showed up saying that I just got back from my first TED Talk and it went viral and I can't believe it. How exciting. And everyone just came as 
who they wanted to be. We had beach bums. They were retired, living on the beach. We had people who wrote a book that turned into movies. We just had so many cool stories and experiences from that night. But there was a lot of prep work that had to go into preparing for the 2025 party. And I believe that because I got so crystal clear about what I wanted, my attention was so focused on that, that even though the fear popped up, I didn't entertain it. So this year, I said, well, if I'm going to be at work's first triple black diamond, I need to start now. I need to hit it this year. And I got crystal clear about that. And then when the fear started, because it starts, doesn't matter who you are or what your rank is or what you've accomplished. We're all human. And when the fear started, I started thinking 76, 76, 76. For some reason, that number just kept popping up. And this time I took it captive. I captured that thought. I honestly like pictured myself like throwing it away. And I looked to the right and I looked so focused on what I wanted that that started to dissipate. I still had fear. What if it doesn't happen? I'm being loud about the skull. How embarrassing would it be if we don't hit it? I mean, I still had a little bit of fears, but because what I wanted was so loud in my head, the fear started to shrink. We were at the 2025 party. In August of 2015, when Mark Pentecost, CEO of It Works, texted me and said, Denise, you hit month five. Now, that previous month, when I was thinking 76, 76, 76, I would turn my brain, I'd go, 103, 103, 103, 103. And I'd have that fear, 76, 76. And I'd turn my brain, 103, 103, 103, 103. And that month, the check was 1025. Ah! So I knew I needed to dream a little bigger because you don't want to be that close again. And the next month I started saying 113, 113, 113, 113. And when the fear popped up, because it did, 76, 76, I would capture it, throw it away and immediately focus on what I wanted. That month, all month, month six, I listened to Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret over and over and over again. And the biggest takeaway I get from his message is you become what you think about. So think about who you want to become. So I thought about what I wanted. I made that so big in my mind that the fear had no other place to go. I wore a black diamond jacket through our power hours all month long. I talked about what we wanted, um, I told my boys, we, I mean, we were just like so loud with our team. Everybody was rooting for us. There was so much positive energy and excitement headed in this one direction that it created massive momentum. And the check ended up being 131. It was insane. Now, one of the reasons why I believe we created momentum in that time was because, number one, we had stayed consistent for eight years. We certainly moved. We had a baby. We, you know, life happened, but we were so consistent in our business. And when you say consistent for a long time, at first it feels you're like you're rolling a boulder uphill, but pretty soon it starts to roll down the other side. And we were so consistent for those eight years. The other reason why I think we created momentum in this time and space was because our goal matched our emotion. 
if you have a goal or a dream on your dream board and it doesn't, you don't feel good about it, maybe it makes you feel guilty or bad, then you have two conflicting emotions. And so instead of changing the goal to be something that maybe connected with me a bit more, because that is the goal I wanted, I changed how I felt about the goal. I didn't let those yeah, right voices take over. I didn't entertain and let those fear-based thoughts consume me. I decided what I wanted. I stayed super clear and the how figured itself out. It's like we say the Lord guides our steps. The how figures itself out. My job is just to know what I want so then he can direct my steps. And I believe that what I want is what he wants for me. Because he puts those desires and gifts in my heart. So think about you. Have you ever set a goal and missed it? How did that impact your psyche? How did that impact your view of self? And then how can you decide to change it today? In the next episode, we're going to talk about the Black Diamond experience and the emotions that... Uh, up and down emotions that happened throughout this journey. But today, I want you to think about your own personal goal and does it match your current belief? You can do two things. You can change your goal or you can change your emotions to match the goal. And I believe that when you have that high belief and that goal so crystal clear, watch out world because amazing things will happen. Thank you so much for listening today.